Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibrant Truth Podcast. I hope you are doing great. So, um, well, I hope you've had a wonderful week or a productive week thus far. Yeah. So today we're starting a new series that will be focused on identity. Yeah. So the question we kind of want to ask is, what if your identity stayed or question I want to answer rather is what if your identity stayed intact um, even in different situations or in different scenarios and we are kind of going to talk about this with regards to different things for example dealing with sin um, dealing with um, maybe emotions dealing with triumphs dealing with failures all these type of things and Kind of a, th- a trend I think that we might keep up in the podcast is having a guest on the podcast um, after we've spoken about a particular topic and then we would, you know, have that conversation with the guest and then uh, hopefully get like real practical experiences and uh, see ways in which these things have been applied or can be applied. Um and I'm really praying that as we go on in this particular series, um, it won't just be knowledge, like head knowledge, but it would be us having heart knowledge and then seeing practical ways these things can be applied. You know, And I'm really praying that the Holy Spirit, you know, ministers to us in whatever different ways um, he needs to, you know, and that ultimately we will grow, you know. It won't just be, hey, I just heard that podcast and that's it, you know, but we'll actually grow you know, and become more and more like, like, like Christ. Yeah. So going into today's episode, uh, we're going to focus on identity as regards dealing with sin. Yeah. So first off, I'll just give like a quick background on this, uh, you know, topic of identity. So if, for example, you see or if you hear some sounds, you know that they sound like a lion. Like if they play some lion sounds, but you didn't know that these were lion sounds. If they play them and you hear them, because you already know that this sound comes from a lion, you automatically know that, oh, this is a lion. Right? If you have a comprehension where they are describing a particular animal and how the animal behaves. And then at the bottom, they ask, what animal is this? Or it's supposed to be like a riddle or something. You can easily say that, oh, this is a lion because of A, B, C, D, E. Because I know that this is the way a lion behaves, then I know that this is a lion. Right. Um, furthermore, if you see a cub, right, and... Uh, you without even seeing the cub's parents, you see a cub from the way it looks and everything. You know that oh, this is a lion's baby, right? So this is a baby lion. This is a cub, right? And because it is from the lion, because it comes from the lion, you know that it will eventually grow to be like the lion or like that lioness. And it will eventually have a role. It will eventually know how to hunt. It will eventually be um, pride of the jungle or king of the jungle, whatever they call that. You know, like it would 
eventually show those characteristics. Right. Um, but you know, kind of on the, on the other side of that, you know how sometimes you take an animal out of the wild and decide to put it in a circus or something, and then the animal behaves differently because it has been trained differently. The truth is, if you were to take, now this may not be true in all cases, but more often than not, sometimes when they want to reintroduce the animal back to the wild, um, it takes time, you know, but eventually because it's like, it's an innate thing, there are certain things a lion is supposed to do. There are certain ways a lion is supposed to behave. If you live it in that environment for some time, you know, it will eventually begin to show those things because it is from a lion. It came from a lion, or rather it came from a lioness. And so it is going to behave like a lion. Right. If you decide to take it as a pet, you can be sure that in a few years it is going to grow to be like the lion. It's going to behave like the lion because we know that it is from the lion. Similarly, um with us as believers, right? We know that we are born again. Born again literally means you are born again. (laughs) Like, your mother, you know, gave birth to you again, right? That's not what it means, but that's just to give you a pictorial um, view of, of that, right? So you are born of the Spirit. You are born of God. He is your source, Right, he is your source. In other words, your identity comes from him. The identity is always based on the source, and so the identity, our identity, is is from God because we are born of His Spirit. We are born of God. We are born again. So therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Creation. Why do I always mix that up? All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So the old things have passed away, and all things have become new, right? I'll give a quick story. This is kind of like on the side, but I feel like it will be nice to share the story at this point. So a couple of years ago, I went to an internship in South Africa, I think in 2013. And then I worked in, I was supposed to work in a particular office there. So the first day I started, of course, you know, they give you an orientation and all of that. So that first day when I walked into the, the room where they had us sit before they started giving us the briefing and everything, there was another man who was starting work in that office on that same day. And this man um, was, was well, he was starting, I think, as a manager or something like that. So I was just an intern. He was starting way up, way up right? But then they had our orientations together and everything. And when I first met him, like, I literally just looked in this man's eyes, and I knew there was something about him, right? I I didn't know what exactly it was, but I just knew that there was something very, 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 very significant about this man, right? Or very attractive. I don't know what it was, right? Um, Whether it was a fatherly thing, or I just knew there was something about him, but I couldn't say what exactly it was. So we had the orientation and I think two a few days after we were supposed to go to I think the oil refinery to see how things are done there and everything. And so I went with him because I didn't have a car. 
anything. So, um, as we got into his car, I saw a Sisiwana CD. And in my mind, I was like, eh, hey, I knew there was something about this one. He's a Christian. You know, like, I immediately clicked that, oh, that's why this, 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 that's why it was literally like he had love boring through his eyes, right? You know, and it struck me and it still strikes me, you know, to know that this life we have in the spirit can so permit us that when people see us, they are literally struck by the love of God. Like this, that verse that says we are the fragrance of God. Like we literally carry the fragrance of God to places. It is possible. Like that is actually very, very possible. You know, like <laughs> I was really stalled. But anyway, that, that, that's just to show you how, how, how much our identity can be seen. Like the potential it has. Right. But yeah, that's on the side. I don't know who, maybe that, that was for someone. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so back to this, right? So we're dealing with um, sin from the standpoint of identity. First of all, there's the understanding that I no longer have the same nature. Like, I no longer have the same nature. That is what one of the things that Christ dealt with. I no longer have the sin nature. Right? I now have the Spirit of God in me. Let me quickly read a particular um, verse Romans 8. I really love Romans 8. It's just a, uh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a wonderful passage. It just brings joy and everything, man. But I'm going to quickly read. Mm. Where are you? If Christ is in you, if Christ is in you, the Spirit is your life because of God's righteousness. This is written in the um, one of another transition but the body is dead because of sin if the spirit of the one who raised jesus from the dead lives in you the one who raised christ from the dead will give life to your human bodies through like what what a difference that would make in 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 our lives you know and also on the other side of that is you know when maybe you have had a past of doing a particular thing and now you you've maybe you've come to christ and you've decided to stop doing that and maybe you want to speak out about that or maybe not even speak out but you've just decided to change your ways, you know, and you're receiving grace, you know, to do better and all of that. And then people remind you of this particular sin that you were so fond of and all of that, you know. People take you back to that place. What if in those moments you remember that you are someone that is saved by grace? Like, I am actually saved by grace. So this, my salvation, it's not because of my works. 
right? This righteousness is not because of my works. But because of this righteousness, because of this salvation, I'm empowered to live a life above sin. So even when I fall, right, it doesn't make me, it, 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 it doesn't mean that I'm no longer saved, right? And in those moments when people come and remind me of, you know, um, oh, you that were doing this before, why do you think you can talk about talk against it now? You that were doing this before, why do you think um, all of a sudden the rest of us are not good enough because you don't want to do it, you know? In those moments, you remember that no, 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 no. I'm someone that I'm someone that helps by grace. So, like that's who I am. I'm not trying to claim that this salvation is because of the things I have done. But I am saying that I, I, I can do better every day. And I am choosing to do better every day. Because of the sacrifice that Jesus has paid. Because of everything that he has done. I am choosing to do better. And yes, I know I did that in that time. But today, I am leaving those things behind. And I am moving forward. Right? So no matter what anybody says, I am someone that is saved by grace. <laughs> right? Now there is this song that I really love. Um, I can't remember the name of the man who sang it. But it basically says, um, the, the, the one you saved has come to worship you. The one you delivered has come to worship you. Like, the, 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 the one you paid the price for has come to praise you, has come to worship you. Like, that is my identity. I am the one that Jesus Christ died for. Right? So, yes, so, I messed up yesterday. Yes, so, um, that was my past life. But today, I'm not, I'm not claiming that, oh, I have everything figured out. But I am standing and I'm going to keep, um, striving to do better because of that sacrifice. Because I have the grace to do better. Right? So no matter what anybody tells you in those moments and, um, no matter what they tell you that makes you feel like, oh, um, I beg, I beg, everybody already, everybody already knows me like this, you know, everybody has already seen this side of me. So if I'm trying to change, it's, and actually this comes up a lot when you're dealing with family members or friends that have, like we say in Nigeria, we say, have seen you finish. In other words, they have seen every part of you. So it's like, if you are trying to, to be a different person, they don't believe you or they don't believe you can change because in their minds, this is how you've always been. So you're always going to be like this. In fact, I feel like that, that's, that's the whole word for somebody, you know, maybe you are trying to do your, you're, you're trying to do better. You know, you're trying to make changes. You're, you're making a conscious effort to step away from the things that, that were once your brand or the things that people had branded you with, you know, but you're trying to, to live better live out this life that christ has paid for you and every time it's like you do this and then everybody in the house reminds you that that this thing you are doing is not going to last or it's a temporary thing in that moment remember that this is who i am i'm someone that is saved by grace so every moment every opportunity i have right i'm going to remember that i'm going to live that out right and I think I should read Romans 8 once again. Romans 8. Hmm. 
is it? Mm -mm 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 -mm. Hmm. Actually, this is such a wonderful verse right here. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty. Leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. Y'all. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance. Enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father. For the Holy Spirit makes father. to live better for God to, to express him better in today you know so please believe this and and I'm really praying that in those moments you know we are reminded of these verses we are reminded of these things you know but you see the other thing you can't be reminded of something that is not already in your spirit you can't be reminded of something that is not already in your heart so the onus is on us to actually take time in the world to find these verses, you know. If you need to write them on your wall, write them on your wall. In fact, funny enough, on my wall right now, I'm just reading off my wall. I'm not a slave to my body. I'm not a slave to movies or series because there was a time where there's a particular series I should not have watched, but I was watching it anyway. I'm not a slave to eating late because y'all... I'm not a slave to eating late. I'm not a slave to oversleeping. I'm not a slave to late coming. Um, those are some things I wrote, right? Um, particular verses are, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear because love has, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love, you know? Uh, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. I am his workmanship, right? You know, like these are uh, things that I have written on my wall that speak to me personally, you know. And when I'm in those positions, the Holy Spirit can bring these things to my remembrance, you know. So, so I hope that we take time, you know, this thing of when they say stay in the word, you know, don't just hear that sermon once. That sermon that spoke to you in that moment, don't just hear it once. Stay in it, you know, keep abiding, keep abiding. It is only a matter of time. Your, 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 the time between which you, you are faced with something and when you remember who you are reduces. The more that time reduces, the quicker you are able to respond to these things from your identity, not per the situation. You get. And the quicker you are able to realize that because you messed up doesn't mean that your nature has inherently changed. No. But it does mean that you can do better because of that nature. You can do better because you are born of the Spirit. Right, so I, I really pray that you remember this. I really pray that in those moments, you know, the Holy Spirit will bring these words to your remembrance. I pray that you'll be diligent enough to stay in the Word of God, so that you can have, have, have a toolbox, have a toolbox of, or have, you know, weapons in your mind ready to deal with these issues as they come up.
year. So thank you so much again for joining me today. God bless you. I will see you very soon.